Hey everybody, happy Wednesday, April 22nd. I know you're probably thinking, what is going on? Pastor Noah looks like a mountain man. But I'll have you know that this is the in style right now. Every guy's got a beard right now, just so you know. So, and uh, apparently gray is cool as well. So I've got it going on a couple different things, so. Hope you're doing good. I'm glad that you're joining me and doing devotions with me. Today, um, we are still working through the book of Matthew. And um, in the, if this is your first time joining, I just wanted to, I just reiterate what we're doing here. Um, you know, the, one of the best things that we can do to help to focus on what is important, gain wisdom, gain insight, gain understanding is to get into God's word. You know, you may not have known this, but God's word is what they call, is nicknamed the wisdom of the ages. And basically what that means is that throughout all generations, throughout all cultures, throughout all circumstances, situations, trials, tribulations, storms that we go through, God's word is relevant. And, uh, you know, we've been going through some years where it seems like people, communities, cultures have been trying to downplay the importance or trying to say that the Bible is not relevant for today in our culture. But I'll have you know, if there's anything that is uh, relevant and that will give us truth in a time like this, it's God's word. And there are stories from priests, kings, Farmers, prophets that have written their stories in here that will give us insight, truth, promises of God in this time that we're in. In fact, there was a, somebody in the Bible, his name was David, and he was known for killing the giant Goliath. And he referred to the Bible as saying that it was more valuable than fine gold or all the treasures. It was like, I would give, I would give all the wealth of the world for God's word, you know. That's basically saying there's nothing more important and more valuable than the Word of God. And I don't know about you, but it seems like the Bible isn't treated with as much value and reverence today. And I feel like we're getting it wrong. I feel like we've gotten a little bit off the path of what's valuable and what's, uh, of, what's, of, of, what's uh, of great value, great worth, and of great wisdom God's word has the wisdom of the ages and we need to read it and get it inside it and get it get in the inside of our minds. And so that's what we're doing. We're doing our devotions here. We're getting into God's word. And what we're doing is we're not only reading it, but one of my pastors used to say, don't just read the Bible, but let the Bible read you, which basically means have your heart on display. Have the Bible you know, actually uh, um, reflect on it, engage in it. Uh, have have yourself be transparent before God's word so that you don't just read it for the experience or for the discipline uh, or, or, or just read it uh, for the knowledge, but actually read it to have it transform you and have it change you. And so that's what devotions is all about. And so what I have in front of me is um, what we created in our church. It's our, our um, doing life together. This is so that we can do devotions together. We do them, uh, we, we write down our devotions, we journal, and then we have the opportunity to share it with other people. And I'll uh, show you what I have in front of me, what I've written down. Uh, this might be easier if I just take it out of my binder. 
This is my little soap page right here. I don't know if you can see that right there. Metal soap page. And soap stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And so what we do is we take a scripture from what we're reading and we write out the scripture, something that sticks out at us and something that seems very, uh, has some insight, something that um, kind of has some wisdom or something challenging. Write out the scripture and then we make an observation about it. Basically we say, wow, this is something that I'm gaining from it. This is what it really means. This is kind of how I can say it in my own words. And then we take time to apply it uh, which basically means, what does it mean to me? How is this impacting me and changing me? And then the last part is we pray. We write our prayer out, basically asking that the God of the universe would reach down into our hearts and do a work, do a change inside of us. So that we come out of these devotional times different, that we actually come into them, not, not just doing sort of a, a discipline, which it is a discipline, we have to make it a, a priority, but actually we come into it with an expectation that we are going to experience God in our life. And we're actually going to have a time with God that we walk away from it transformed. You know, if you just sit down with any person with great wisdom, I mean, whoever that person would be, it could be someone from, you know, years, years past, you know, someone that you, you might look up to. I don't know if it, if you look up to people like Martin Luther King Jr. or Abraham Lincoln or, um, you know, I, I don't know. C.S. Lewis, somebody like that, you would hope that you didn't just kind of talk about the weather, you know, or talk about your favorite sports team, but you would hope that you'd come back with some sort of insight that kind of changed you, that your perspective was changed. And so that's what we come into at these times when we meet with the Lord, that we would come out of them renewed, changed, that, that actually the God of the universe would speak to us and we'd come out a little wiser, a little bit more uh, transformed, a little bit more like him, his son Jesus. So let me read my devotions to you, doing exactly um, like I had shared it, scripture, observation, application, prayer. I got this out of Matthew chapter 20. And by the way, we've been going through the book of Matthew together over this month. And so um, we're just doing it kind of one chapter at a time. And uh, if you've fallen behind, that's okay. We're going to be uh, going through it all the way up through next week. So do your best to catch up if you've fallen behind. Um, it's only 28 chapters. So let me read it to you. This is Matthew chapter 20, verse uh, 26 through 28. It says this, Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires uh, to, sorry, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Matthew 20, 20 uh, 26 through 28. Here's my observation. Our nature is to seek greatness, to become known, to become famous. But Jesus gives a reverse direction, become last. Become a servant. Be a slave. Great in the kingdom often means least and less in the world. I'm actually going to change that because great in the kingdom isn't just often. It's, it seems to be always that way. It seems to be great in the kingdom always is least and less in the world. My application was this. Greatness in the kingdom requires us to acknowledge our desire to be great in the world. And fight that desire 
Jesus leads us into greatness, but greatness starts with others in mind, while greatness in the world keeps ourselves in focus. Let me read that last part to you. I thought that was pretty uh, pretty good in how it was made clear to me. Let me read it to you. It says, um, greatness, uh, Jesus leads us into greatness, but greatness starts with others in mind, while greatness in the world keeps ourselves in focus. I thought that was pretty clear that, you know, kingdom greatness actually starts with our heart serving other people, to be servant, to be slave. It, it, our, our eyes, our perspective is on helping and serving other people, while greatness in the world is opposite, is on ourselves. So my prayer was this, Lord, help me. I'm conflicted. My heart desires both, kingdom greatness as well as worldly but I can't serve two gods and I can't choose to be served and to serve. So Lord, help me. Help my heart to be pure. I truly desire the kingdom. Help me, Lord, to serve as you served. Amen. You know, as I read this, I really have to say I relate to the disciples a lot. The disciples were always trying to jockey for being uh, part of the this world worldly setup, this worldly kingdom. They wanted to be first in this kingdom here on earth. But Jesus said, no, it's not that. It's, it's not the ones who are in the, the greatest um, seats, not the ones that are in high positions or have their names, you know, mentioned this way and that way, you know, it's not that at all. But instead, the kingdom is to serve, is to serve. And, and Jesus laid that example as a servant to live his life as a ransom for many. You know, uh, just recently, I was cleaning out my, my books. I've got so many books and I decided to move some around and to give some away. And I came across this book and I haven't read it before, but I had heard about it. And uh, it, sa it says this, it's, the, the title is A Descent to Greatness. A Descent to Greatness. I haven't read it yet, but really it's a powerful point. It's really what this is, that being great in the kingdom is actually descending in the world. Not choosing to be served, but to serve. Not choosing to be the one that everybody looks to as famous, or, or not, look, not being the one who is the celebrity, but actually being the one who serves and looks to other people in mind. Not just keeping our focus on ourselves, but keeping our focus on the needs of the people around us. So that was my devotion for today. I'm really praying that God would do completely do that work in my heart. I hope it's encouraging to you. I'd love to hear your devotions. Please uh, send them to me, email them to me, or join me. I'm going to be having a online uh, devotional time. Come with your devotions uh, during that time. It's going to be at 2 p.m. Uh, today. That's Wednesday. We're always having our devotions on Wednesday at 2 p.m. So join me. It's going to be a Zoom call and you should be able to find that if you got the if you got the email, just click on that link and uh, come with your devotions. I'd love to hear it, and I'd love for you to encourage me with what God's been speaking to you. God bless you. We'll see you soon.